show post-show, rapid-fire, unscreened calls. We have a full house tonight. We have, as always, the anchor of the half-hour power, AP Mike. How are you? I'm doing very good, Tom. And then, of course, it wouldn't be the half-hour power without Jason Gore, a.k.a. Dudio. How are you? Good. Good. How's it going? Going all right. Then we've got Pat Byrne, the young man responsible for Prove It All Night, his WFMU show, which is doing a live installment this Friday night at the uh, WFMU uh, Theater the uh, over at Montgomery Street. Yes. All kinds of guests. It's tonight. Come on down if you guys are around the New York City area. June 26th. Check it out. We're also joined by uh, Kristen Bartlett, the funny lady who <laughs> writes and performs. And Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. You're it's around. good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Finally, somebody said something nice. Most of, of these wet noodles. You are uh, part of. Uh, you do. You write and you do uh, bridge and tunnel. Your 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 troop. You call yourselves a troop. I, I think we never call ourselves a troop. We're, We're a group. group. A group. We're a band. Okay. And who else? This other guy, Will. This is Will Gallagher, also a member of Bridge and Tunnel. Well, how are you, Tom? How are you, Will? Thanks Doing very coming. well. Are you oh, having the right time? This is this has been a blast. I'm glad you're here. It's fun. Get ready. Let the half hour of power begin. Half hour of power. You're on the show with AP Mike, Dudio, Pat Byrne, Kristen Bartlett, and Will Gallagher. Gallagher. Correct. Just like the, it just, just like the watermelon smashing comedian. Yes. yes. No relation. I, Not that I'm aware. No. How are you, caller? I'm great. What's going on, today? This is uh, my name is Sugar Bear from Pasadena. Sugar Bear. Where'd you come up with that name, Sugar Bear? It was bestowed upon me, uh, apropos of nothing, mm-hmm. other than that I asked for an email address from the company I was working for, and my boss decided that's what it should be. Okay. It's like a Seinfeld-type situation with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, what was that again, remember? What is that, we call him, Ooh Ooh, remember that? Remember George <laughs> yeah, on yeah. Seinfeld, he tried to come up with his own nickname or mm-hmm. something? Anybody remember that here? Yes. T-Bone, that's right, T-Bone. <laughs> Try the comb stuff, so this is a T-bone type situation. Sugar bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit better than my previous nickname, which was Red Velvet, which I got because uh, my mom makes cupcakes, and I brought in a box of Red Velvet cupcakes. <laughs> and wow! I was I happened to be wearing red pants and a white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Um, unintentionally. Mm-hmm. And your nickname was what? Cupcake? Red, Red, Red velvet. velvet. Red Velvet. I like calling you Cupcake better. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's my new one. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so I had a question. Yeah, let's um, hear it. What is the most extreme?
extreme music that you still enjoy listening to? The most extreme music. Anybody? Uh, well, well, how about you, uh, 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 Red Velvet? What's the music you like best that's extreme? Uh, I think Melt Banana is as wild as I can go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike? Right about now, I think the only extreme music I, I listen to is the uh, opening theme to uh, Mike Francesa's show. You know? <laughs> Mike Dup? <laughs> Mike Dup. Yeah, that dumb song. That guy. <laughs> Can you imagine? This guy doesn't know that the, these people are making fun of him with all that stuff <laughs> where they, yeah, we we love you, Mike. And they do impressions of him and mm. they they dress like him and stuff. It's like they're making fun of you. <laughs> it's an elaborate <laughs> prank they're doing on you. No, they love it. <laughs> they love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But they are pranking him still, too. Yes. Like they're laughing at him, yes. not with him. Yeah. Extreme music, studio. I don't really listen to it. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of Jesus Jones lately. Oh, yeah, well, Jeepers, come back from the ledge. <laughs> with your, with your, let's not, you're, you're scaring us. I know. With the music. It's like a cry for help. It is. You with your, your crazy Jesus Jones records. <laughs> Pat I was just telling uh, Kristen and Jason in the beginning of uh, what we were setting up for the show that uh, you know I'll keep Z100 on my presets mm-hmm. here in the New York area mm-hmm. and for me that's like a personal extreme and I'll just I'll keep you know I'll, I'll try to listen to it for like a good 10, 20 minutes until I just, I'm like, all right, here's the song. I got to change it just Mm -hmm. to kind of stay on top of what's actually happening in 2015, what's relevant. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of a personal extreme, I guess. But is there a certain song you find yourself liking from listening to Z100? I don't, I like, I'm, I'm trying to find out what the songs are called. And that's the hardest part. Like I'll, I'll, I'll hear a groove or like, you know, some sort of like, you know, uh, like hook to the song. And I'm like, okay, like this is, this is, is the song. Is there one that you can do that you can't place? Oh man. Uh, boom clap. You like that one, right? How does that one go? That boom clap, the yeah, sound of my heart. Charlie it's, X- yeah, X-X. it's good. Sure. It's a great, it's a good yeah, pop song. It's a great song. It's Charlie XCX. Is that's who does it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you, you don't know that? I don't know that. I should know this. <laughs> this is why I'm trying to listen to more of it to know what the kids are. She wrote doing. that song, uh, she wrote that song, I Don't Care. Oh, yes, yes, She wrote yes. that song for yeah. that other group, but she, uh, yeah. Oh, she's a great song. Come on, Pat. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> it's good stuff. You'll, no. You'd like you'd like Charlie XCX. Yeah. Kristen, anything extreme you like? It, it's probably not extreme, but I can listen to Skrillex. Okay. Mm. <laughs> right? Do you let the beat drop? Do you let it? Do you go for that? Right? Yeah. Right, Mike? I'm okay yeah. with that, too. What if me and Mike started hanging out at, uh, like, Electric Daisy? <laughs> Did you see that thing where, like... I don't Brian think I'd get Cran- in. I don't think I'd get in. Well, Brian Cranston was at the one where he's just like... Because there's this group that have some song, uh, like, called Walter White. Mm-hmm. It's like the dumbest name for a song, first of all. I, I'm assuming it has a bunch of drop-ins of just, like, you know... And then he shows up at this thing, and he's like, "Say my name!" Like he'll just do the character. And the, oh boy! Look, wow. I love it. 
I love, I love Breaking Bad, love all the people on it. I always have a problem when anybody's just like a little too willing to do the character from it. It's like, cause it's like, James Gandolfini wasn't going around just like, he wasn't doing the, <laughs> that, right? No. Hey, you sound like a telephone tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. Hello? Uzish. Uzish. That's my Tony Soprano impression. Uzish. Will, any extreme music? You know, I, my taste in music isn't very extreme. Um, I think for I think for the longest time. Um, I thought Green Day was pretty was pretty extreme, mm-hmm. and I think it wasn't solidified in my mind until the Broadway musical happened, mm-hmm. and I I figured it was probably a little bit too mainstream if it's a Broadway musical. <laughs> sure, <laughs> they're selling might. tickets to like yeah. the old Broadway crowd. I think I'll check out this Billy Joe Armstrong. Did you see, did you see that show live? No, I didn't, but oh. uh, my lovely wife did. She said she she really enjoyed it. Did you see it, Tom? I did. It was, it was the, seeing the most talented people you could imagine doing something that did not merit existing on Broadway. <laughs> like it was, that's kind of how I felt. What are these people are doing? They're doing like wire work, like three stories of the, of the ground. They're dancing in the air, and then they're singing, and they're doing, but they're singing like Green Day songs. <laughs> it's kind of like less dirty, yeah. For me, extreme music, I like a lot of, uh, uh, I'll listen to a lot of this kind of, uh, I have these box sets of King Crimson Live, where it'll be like 22 discs of them just playing every show from a tour from 1972, and they'll do these half-hour improvs that are pretty out there, and uh, for a while they had a dude in the band who played uh, percussion and would just do, he would often play like a, uh, uh, like he would throw leaves around on stage and... He made the thing kind of weird, and I, that, I would listen to something like that. Thanks for the call, Sugar Bear. Half Hour Power, you're on the air. You're here with AP, Mike, Dudio, Pat Byrne, Kristen Bartlett, and Will Gallagher. What's up? Hello, Tom. This is Kenny from Kentucky. Kenny from Kentucky. What's going on in Kentucky? Uh, it's been storming all night, but uh, I've been listening to the best show, and... I have one for the topic. What do you get? Well, no, well, well, okay, what do you got? We're, we're trying to do... Uh, we, go ahead, go ahead. I'm not going to... I can talk about something different. Yeah, let's talk about something different. Okay, well, you mentioned uh, Justified a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And Harlan is like 20 minutes from my house. Really? Yeah. Did you watch that uh, show? Did you watch Justified? I watched like three episodes and wait how can it be you're it's there and then you just like well get around to it it's it's your <laughs> show in your backyard me and ap well, mike they, we watch the sopranos up here this is, our, this is our home turf show you're looking for things on the spot and then you're down there you got it what's that is that like the country way you're just taking your time with it you're you're ambling around. You'll you'll get to it when you you get to it when you get to it. <laughs> well, did they? I'm guessing they got the Sopranos pretty close. They they captured the area correctly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, that I'm, I'm I don't know. I, I didn't get a sense that they had the area pegged very well. Well, you didn't watch sure. enough episodes. That's true. So there's yeah, no yeah. are there dudes like Boyd uh, like Boyd Crowder going around there, right? Yeah, yeah. I went to high school with some of those guys. Really? Maybe maybe he had a problem with uh, Michael Rappaport play, playing a hillbilly. I didn't see that. I'm not that far into it yet. <laughs> that was a bit of a stretch, I, even for me. Spoiler there. Uh, yeah. Hey, P. Mike. <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. Yeah. yourself, AP Mike. Yeah. Let me do a hillbilly. Hey, what you all doing over there? By the wood chopper. By the wood By the wood The wood shop? The wood Like a high school? Yeah, exactly. What you all By the wood chopper. Chop their wood, That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Hey, y'all. What did you just say? Hey, y'all. What y'all doing over there by the wood Well, for a second, I thought there was a. I thought it was a Kentucky Colonel was in the room with us here. I was like, wait a minute, this is steamed. There's a steamed uh, son of the South here with us. But no, it's you. Yeah. When you hear that caller, you hear Mike's version. I just want the two of you to just have a talk now about the South. Just the two of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. And South so, it up a little bit, caller. Okay. So, Mac. Yes, uh, yes. Did you uh, have you, have you been around the coal mines recently? My daddy was went down in the mines, but I yeah. wanted wanted to do I wanted to do something different. So, what did you do? He got the black lung from being in the lo- in the in the in the, in the hole. <laughs> all right. That's <laughs> first of all, the first thing you said was yesum. So yes, ma'am. You said to this guy. You said the fourth letter of what you said was wrong. Yesum. Yes. And look, you're not doing much better, caller. That was the worst Southern stuff I ever heard. Mike is more Southern than you. I know. All right. Goodbye. We're done with you. Half hour power. You're on the show with AP Mike Dudio. Pat Byrne, Kristen Bartlett, and Will Gallagher. Hi, how are y'all? It's Will in Mississippi. Here we go. We just had someone from Kentucky call, <laughs> and Mike just had a full-on Southern conversation with him. Maybe Let me oh, hear no. if you can do that. Can you just – what was your name again? Um, I'm Will. Will? From Mississippi. Will, I want you to just talk to – we have a guy in the studio right now. He's from your neck of the woods also. His name's Mike. Mm-hmm. I just want the two of you to forget about all us Yankees up here for a minute, and the two of you just have a, a down-home, country-fried conversation. We're going to leave it oh, to just no. the two of you. Here you go. <laughs> you, you all want to go possum hunting tomorrow? <laughs> no, no, no. No, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a little drunk right now, but I think if I, uh, I, I put a pallet down... I'll just stay here overnight. We get up real early and we go possum hunting. Now you need to go and call your cousin Skeeter, Mike. 
You know you're calling the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Skeeter will listen to you. He will. <laughs> right. He got a gun for me. All right, enough of this. This he is so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Will, what uh, what's going on tonight, yes. Will? Uh, just uh, calling in to give 100 worst fictional characters. Oh, we're not doing it. We're doing a different show, buddy. Uh, dang. Dang. Yeah, like you see, now you got the southern thing. Yeah. Dang. Uh, Did well, you watch Justified, uh, Will? Did you watch the show Justified? Unfortunately, I have not. I want to, though. I've heard good things. All right. Right, I have a Cormac McCarthy anecdote. Uh, Let's hear it. During the show. Let's All hear right. it. Um, so Cormac McCarthy was living in Tennessee for a long time before he got really popular. And uh, he was poor, very, very poor. And uh, he couldn't afford toothpaste. And um, at some point, you know, you get those testers in the mail or you used to with toothpaste. And at some point, voila, one day he walks to the mailbox and there's some toothpaste sitting there. And, uh, you know. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. I don't know. Keep looking for the toothpaste, guys. <laughs> nah, the oh, wisdom. Okay, yeah. Wisdom. Oh, boy. I hate <laughs> best show. Oh, best show. Half hour power. You're on the show. We got AP Mike. We got Jason Dudio, Pat Byrne, Kristen Bartlett. And Will Gallagher here. Who's this? It's Dan and Carney. How's it going? Oh, Dan and Carney. What's up, Dan? Not too much. Now, are you still taking for the topic, or are we? No. Into okay. No, that's cool. That's I cool. Know, I, I, know. Make sure I, and ask. I knew you could roll with it. I don't know why. I you know, so. but appreciate yeah. the Vegas code. By the way, I'm going out next week. Nice. Now, uh, do you guys have a favorite particular game there, Tom? Are you a gambling uh, gambling man? I'm partial to a. Uh, you might see me on a uh, Willy Wonka slot machine, <laughs> racking up some crazy golden eggs, right? You should have seen me on that thing. I set those Oompa Loompas on fire. Play that game. I cleaned up 200 bills. Not 200, 200 single bills. That's what that would be. How about you, Dan? What's your what's your game? Poker. Poker's my game. Poker? What kind of poker? Um, if you Texas hold them. Okay. I'm probably going to be doing a tournament out there. Nice. Hopefully actually uh, come through with some money. All right. You know, but I'm not. I'm, what, what's, Mike's, what's Mike's favorite game? I'm curious about that. How about you, Mike? Uh, you like throwing the dice, rolling the bones? <laughs> That's what I picture. No, I'm, I'm not a big gambler. I mean, when I've... Been to Vegas, it's usually just blackjack, you know, something mm-hmm. simple. You like betting on the thing where the person stabs the knife between their fingers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, five finger play? Yeah. Is that your game? 
<laughs> if they had it, yeah, I, I probably would, would enjoy that better than blackjack. It usually would be awesome <laughs> if a casino had that, <laughs> where there's just a guy going, the knife would be the greatest casino. That'd be like in a casino um, in international waters. I think you've just solved Atlantic City's problem, Tom. I think you oh, did, yeah. I would love that. Can you imagine Revel? Bring back Revel. Revel has like games like that in it now. Stab the what do you call it? Five finger flick. Five finger fillet. Five finger fillet. Yeah. What casino games would you want to see, Dudio? What would I want to see? Yeah. What would you want to see that is currently not in a casino? What I'd, would I'd want to see? Probably full on Running Man. Full on. Human competing Running, yeah. against human. Yeah. And you'd bet on them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Heartbeat. In a heartbeat. <laughs> Kristen, does this does this side of, of Jason trouble you? I'm used to it. Oh, so it does not. It's a straight up no. But I will say this. The one time that Jason and I have won money in Vegas was mm-hmm. when we left the casino and did... Focus group testing on CBS shows. <laughs> right. So you were in Las Vegas. We were in Vegas. What casino were we in? Uh, we were at Bally's. Okay. We were at Bally's. Someone walked up to us and said, hey, do you want to watch some CBS shows? And, and we both walked out of there with 100 bucks. And you went with them? Yeah. Yes. But that sounds like the biggest trick. <laughs> like you cut to you guys being like chained up in a dungeon somewhere. <laughs> I know. We're pretty. Help! <laughs> anyone. <laughs> They I mean, said CBS shows. <laughs> if someone's going to saw us, I think that's the way to get us. They took us like six levels down. We did too, go deep and inside. Just, and you kept balance. going. We just kept, kept going. going. So the, the shows are still down further. Like further underground. The shows, you guys, we just keep going down. Yeah. Like, I honestly have this feeling that whenever I'm with Jason, I'm completely safe. And it's the dumbest Thing. Yeah, like it's that, the dumbest. Like uh, yeah. not, he's just a guy. <laughs> so we clonk him over the head. <laughs> so what? Uh, what sh- shows did you watch? We watched a uh, show called Babylon Fields. Okay, which is it about uh, people coming back, like dead people coming back to life. Probably based on my review. Yeah, <laughs> you were the one. So behind that glass, is, you were in the room, and they're just like, "What power?" Guy from big, guy, the, the showrunner for Babylon Fields is just like, his whole come, life is on. Come on, lady, on this thing. say you like it. <laughs> it's you, just right now. My whole life, just say you like this. Dude. What do you care? Just say you like the show, lady. Really you got, you got no skin in the game. You're gonna still get your, you'll still get your hundred bucks, and then you're just like. You're like, this show sucks. <laughs> it's like, no! <laughs> by the glass. A man's life. killing his dreams. <laughs> yes, it's exactly what happened. And we got a hundred bucks. And you got the hundred bucks. And he sees you later in the casino. You. There they are. Oh, that's her. That's her. That's the one <laughs> Pat gambling. First of all, I sent Babylon Fields a packet, and they did, okay. they, they did not ever get back to they me. They didn't get back to you. Your Babylon Fields packet. Really was great ideas, unanswered. But, yeah. Um. Uh, I would love to see like skee ball in a casino. 
just like wow, know, like, just like s- some sort of game, some actual game of 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 skill, but half half skill, half chance. <laughs> there's a little bit of gambling mentality into it when you're in like an arcade as a kid. I don't know if there's just if there was just like dollars yeah. coming out as yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Ski ball would have dollars. That would be the coolest thing ever. You roll the thing and then dollars come pouring out of the ski ball machine. Will City does something like that. I would. Yeah, I'm sure you can get that action somewhere. Like basketball, I thought they did. Can you ride? You ever ride those go karts in Atlantic City, Dan? Not Atlantic City, but you know, down the shore. Wait, which go? Oh, you mean the push carts, like where you have the human servant push you down? No, the no, 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 no. There's go karts. There's like a go. There's like a pier that has like bo- like a go kart track at the very edge of it, and it. All I can think is that if you just gunned it at the fence, you you'd crash. You'd land in the ocean like three hundred feet. You'd die in a go kart. You would drive off the edge of the pier into like the water's probably a hundred feet deep at that point. You would just sink in a go kart. All you would have to do is just be like. Okay, I'm gonna hit this turn, and I'm not gonna turn. I'm going straight at straight at it's. What is it? It's like a fence. I could probably crash through that thing, strapped in a go kart. And that was the the first idea that came to you when you saw this that thing. Was one of the many ideas, Mike. I I can't turn this off, Mike. Okay. When I was in Atlantic City, that same pier they had. Shoot the geek. Did I ever talk about shoot the geek? I've yeah. talked about that before. They have one of those in Coney Island. Where we were down there, mm-hmm. and and then the, I was like, I'm not gonna. This is horrible. Shoot the geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor Maney, this poor guy in padding yeah, yeah. behind the thing. And then the group I was with is fine. Everybody's like, No, we're gonna do shoot the geek. So you do it. And then within like ten seconds of having that gun in my hand, I'm just like, <laughs> I bet you I can hit between the padding on his knee. I bet you could. I could actually hit his actual. Bye. If I hit, like, you get the thing in your hand, and within like ten seconds, you're just like trying to figure out a way to actually hurt the guy. Like, but as you're walking past it, you're like, you're like, look at this poor slob in the padding. What a brutality! And you get that thing. You're just like, if he bends at just the right angle, I can see his jeans there. And if I could just hit it perfectly, like the death, was like blowing up the Death Star. I could just. His thing, and I'll actually make this guy scream. It the, just... the, the the one in uh, Coney Island was disturbing because the the geek was a very small person, mm-hmm. and he was completely covered. And I'm like, is that a child? Did they did they put a child <laughs> in in the padding because it was very small person, oh. you know? And uh, you know, it, it was disturbing. I think I would do that one with a child. You can't tell me to answer. Did you watch? Did there, who here watched True Detective? Uh, uh, who saw True Detective? Anyone? We watched about twenty minutes into it, then kind of then stopped. All right, I saw. It. I, I started it. In a I minute gotta and say, I'm gonna go back to it. Maybe. I gotta say, I might be super into this season of True Detective. Half hour into it, Colin Farrell. Knocking the tar out of a twelve-year-old, <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna be, I think I'm gonna be super into this season of this show. What, what was your favorite line? 
was there any lines that stood out? I have, I have, it was one of the dumbest things I think I've ever heard. Uh, what is it? When uh, Vince Vaughn said, never do anything out of hunger, not even eating. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is stupid. Uh, what, what I love about True Detective is, is that, like, the characters try to, like, utter these real profound things, yeah. and they always fall so so far from the yeah. mark, you but know? The whole, the whole thing, it's like everybody was, like, gunning for just, like, True Detective sucks now. It's like, well, maybe we could just let them do the thing. Can we see where they go with this? For, like, yeah. first episode, they're just laying groundwork now. It's like... Maybe they have a plan in mind for it. Like, mm-hmm. can we at least spot people mm-hmm. who make things anything to think they know what they're doing? Just like, I watched one of these, and this is bad now. Like, I but, know there's nine more to go, but... But they, they did something from the first season that was also funny to me. was the uh, They used facial hair as a flashback cue. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you know, Colin Farrell doesn't have a beard. I mean, the mustache... And then you see him, so you know, oh, this is in the past. So then you see him with yeah. the mustache again. And yeah. they did the same thing with uh, Matthew McConaughey's character in the first one. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of their things. Look, I'll give I don't know, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I like the first one. I know you didn't like it so much. <laughs> you got to give it a shot. First season, True Detective, Studio. Still haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> Pat. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. No. <laughs> it's just me and Kristen. <laughs> I mean, it's... No! <laughs> Will? I'm sorry. No! <laughs> it's me and you, Tom. It is. Oh, no. It's like True Detective now. It's just two dudes. <laughs> two dudes. Do you have any news two story, self-destructive Mike? dudes. Mike, you want to drive off a pier in Atlantic City, and, you know, I'm doing my thing, yeah. you know? <laughs> you're, you're, you're recording. You're re- that I'm circling the drain. Yeah, it's like it's like seeing the beginning of. It's like just watching the first twenty minutes of Boogie Nights, and then watching the final ten minutes of Boogie Nights, and seeing how far everybody's gone. Oh, is this guy's uh, got a stereo store now. What? That's weird. This other guy's doing making records, and has it like this one's dead. Mike, do you have any any anything you want to tell us about? Did you have? I know you were. Uh, did you have any? Was there any uh, news things or anything that crossed your plate? Because you have an eye for stuff. Well, I don't know if anybody else saw the story about uh, this uh, antique shop in Ohio uh, that it, they're, they're selling uh, Ava Braun's underwear. <laughs> They, they 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 claim to have Ava Braun's drawers uh, that were uh, that they they have authentic you know an authentic uh, they have to authentic I'm not using the right word authenticate they certificate have to, of authenticity yeah mm-hmm. they had to authenticate these drawers are really Ava Braun's it was it was the band of brothers. They went in uh, the Nazi Party headquarters yeah. in the Bavarian Alps uh, on May 6, 1945. Yeah. And, and, you know, this guy's had, had these things up for auction for about quite a while. He's selling them for $7,500. Now, my question to you is, and, and, and it's become like an attraction. You know, anybody going past Elmer, Ohio, you, you got to see Ava Braun's drawers, right? So, you know, the name of the, the place is called Mantiques. 
And but I, you know, the article goes in depth about this particular dealer that you know he's sort of a, a little sketchy selling Nazi memorabilia. And I want to believe that the whole thing is made up, that this guy found this thing and it became a hook that he knew that people would be interested enough in Ava Braun's panties. So you that, think it's like a you think it's like a uh, like a carny? Oh, kind of thing. I, I think it's an elaborate hoax. Like the Cardiff Giant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, this guy came up with the idea mm-hmm. that you know apparently you know there's a huge market for Nazi paraphernalia, mm-hmm. and he came up with this little angle that nobody else had thought of before: Ava Braun's panties. So it's like the Monuments Men. Yeah, sort yeah, of. The Monuments Men 2 would have been about that. <laughs> well, or, or maybe it was a missing scene from Band of Brothers when, you know, they carried out her underwear, you know. <laughs> they, they, they left that scene on the cutting room floor. <laughs> oh. oh, thank you for the call. Thank you. Final call, then we'll wrap it up here. Half hour power. Final call. What do we got? You're here with AP Mike Dudio, Kristen, Pat Byrne, and Will Gallagher. Yeah, hey everybody. Hello. What do you uh, got? I I have a quick uh, embarrassing celebrity story. Let's hear it. Uh, so um, David Byrne was doing a record signing. Uh, this was in like 2004, and uh, I was still in high school my uh, mother was the best and signed me out to take me to a record shop in new jersey to uh meet david byrne do a record signing and um he was standing uh it's he was seated at a uh, you know just a card table that was folded out uh in front of him there was nobody there and um you know i went right up and uh had the album prepaid for him to sign and uh, uh I'm a heavy set guy I, uh, I I I turned around he was standing behind the table uh I turned around to have my mother take the picture and I was so excited I did just a little hop and and leapt and with my butt down on the table it made the craziest crack Oh. The store. oh no! <laughs> and uh, yeah, my mother got a sweet picture of uh, of David Byrne reacting to the sound while trying to. <laughs> oh. he's, he's got a post. You have? Can you post that on the Friends of Tom board? I, yeah, I can. Yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to see that. Yeah. Will Will you? Will you not post it? I don't think I can handle that. That's like the most. It's like, and this is David Byrne. You were just a big. How old were you at this point? Uh, Fourteen, fifteen. Mm-hmm. And did David Byrne? Uh, at least he signed your thing. Oh yeah, he, he. I mean, he couldn't have been nicer, but uh, yeah, he definitely was not expecting this. Overexcited, uh, overweight teen. <laughs> sorry, I still got to say my Patty Smith story in the elevator because <laughs> David Byrne, in no at no point in that was terrified by you. <laughs> I, I, I had a brush with David Byrne. You I, did, yeah. I was at a uh, Lucinda Williams concert at the Old Tramps, mm-hmm. and I was there with a, a lady friend. And uh, he came in, and he had a his friend 
was, you know, must have been about 6'5", six, 6'7", six, something mm-hmm. like that, real okay. tall guy. And he basically stood in front of my lady friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I kind of like politely tapped David Byrne and said, you know, I'm a big fan of your music. Uh, can you get your friend to move out of my lady friend's way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she can't see a thing. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, he obliged. He was oh. very, very, very nice. That's nice. Yeah. Well, look, buddy, I'm not going to ask you to put that. But if you want to put the picture, I'll put it on Friends of Tom. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you, you, it's your call. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Thanks Thank for the call. All right, that's it for the half-hour power. AP, Mike, anything you want to say? Any final news? I, people can see you wear masses. Yeah, masses every Sunday, yes. Every Sunday. <laughs> Pat Byrne, this Friday, tonight, Prove It All Night Live right. at the WFMU Theater, 43 Montgomery Street. Uh, your, your, your show, uh, live variety show. You got, uh, Dougie Hauser, uh, Dougie How, Dougie Horner, Anna Fabrega, Music from Wax Darts and surprise guests. Come on down, people. It'll be fun. Jason Gore, anything? News? Plugs? Uh, shows? What's coming up? We have a Bridge and Tunnel show in uh, July, uh, July 25th at the Pit with uh, Josh Patton from SNL. So Okay, and where can people get uh, info on that? Uh, BridgeandTunnelNYC.com. Okay. Kristen, anything? I want people to follow me on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> it's at Kristen Cheeks. Kristen Cheeks. That's what it is. Okay. All right. You want people to follow. Where are you at numbers-wise right now? Uh, like 2,200 or so. Okay, 22. All right. Which I think earlier you dismissed. No, I dismissed 21. <laughs> 22 is a very healthy number. And I only did that to hurt that guy's feelings. <laughs> 21 is a huge number on Twitter. I was only trying to hurt Vacation Jason's feelings. <laughs> so people can follow you at Kristen Cheeks on Twitter. No. I didn't mean that. I was only trying to be hurtful. <laughs> Will, anything? Where can people find you? Well, um, just uh, I'm on Bridge and Tunnel with uh, Kristen and Jason here, mm-hmm. and again that show's uh, coming up on uh, July 25th uh, with Josh Patton. Uh, if you wish to follow me on Twitter, uh, <laughs> you get it at Will T Gal. Uh, two L's in both. All Will right. and Gal. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the half hour of power. We will be back in a couple weeks. Isn't that the music timed up perfectly? Josh Cantor's music. Thanks again. 